0: Hey, what's up? Big Dick donnie Veltman from Full House Comedy slash back alley comedy club. Uh he said, Hey man, Ryan O'Flanagan is in town. You gotta get him on. He's great. And uh Don is right for a change. There is one crazy awkward moment in this. You'll know it when you hear it. But uh check out my conversation with Ryan O'Flanagan. You took away. Let us bring him in right now, the one and only Ryan O'Flanagan from the hotel room. How are you, young man? I'm
3: doing well. Thanks for having me, man. How are you doing?
0: Not bad. Not bad. Did it, 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 Don put you up in a decent place? That's all I want to know.
3: Oh, yeah. This place is sick, man. Check it out. You know, it's got your classic bed. <laughs> you know, good old-fashioned door. Here's my view. I got a nice parking lot view here. So I'm, <laughs> I'm living large here in West Mish.
0: He, uh, he reached out to me, um, last week and he goes, Hey, uh, do you know anywhere I can get a motor home? <laughs> and I'm, and I go, uh, now I actually did. I actually do. I mean, he could have borrowed mine, but I was using it. He goes, and I go, well, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm i kind of stuck. I don't know if anybody does that. I go, why? What's going on? He goes, Eddie Griffin might not like the green room at the Park Theater in Holland. So I just want to put a motorhome on back.
3: <laughs> Man, I really, yeah, I've been in town for less than a day now. And I've just heard so many Eddie Griffin stories. <laughs> oh, really? Last week and the week before. And he just really made an impression on this town, for sure. in the comedy scene.
0: Okay. Uh I don't want to ask anything specific. I don't want to ask, but yeah. thumbs up or thumbs down?
3: You know, <laughs> it's not up for me to decide. It seems, it seems like a very particular guy that likes what he likes.
0: Okay. Fair
1: enough. Fair enough.
0: ask for a lot of things. Are you that way? Are you, are you high maintenance? You don't seem it.
3: Not at all. I'm doing shows at bowling alleys. I'll do whatever people tell me to do. <laughs> I yes. cannot See. complain.
0: So you got a guy in Don who, I mean, he's combining both worlds. I mean, he literally is a former, uh, I don't know if he's a pro bowler, but he's rolled like numerous 300 games. He's that good at bowling.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I met some uh, professional bowlers last night, which I didn't, I've never thought I would meet a professional bowler in my life.
0: Are they, uh, yeah. Are they, are they a fun bunch?
3: You know what? They're (laughs) fun. They're not, not a fun bunch. But you know, never, I never, I didn't see the, I didn't see the career trajectory taking me to the, to the bowling alley circuit in West Michigan. But
0: yeah, hey, you know, whatever, on. whatever moves the meter. Getting back in comedy after so much exactly, time Exactly. Yeah.
3: Off. After a year off, I'll take whatever I can get. Yeah. Last wow. night was uh, Howard City Lanes, like you said, haunted. It's like a real haunted. Oh yeah. Ball.
0: Did he? Uh, did he take you to the area behind? You know how like there's the pin setter that does. There's only like four or five actual uh, uh lanes in this facility. Right. It's not a not a big place. Did he actually take you back to see where the pins are getting like? No, no, through? I didn't. I didn't get to see the behind the scenes. Okay, it's a death trap. I'm not kidding yes. you. If you go back there with a scarf on, you're gonna be dead.
3: Yeah, yeah. It didn't look. It didn't look like a safe place. And the for the what, what little I explored. Uh,
0: But like, uh, not now safety measures. And that room is interesting because, you, again, you're in, in, in an old school little one stop like town mm-hmm. in this ancient building. Uh, you're, you're one foot away from the ATM that says identity theft yeah. here. Yeah.
1: And yeah. And, uh,
0: and then you got the people there who they, they've grown to love the comedy. They don't they just like having people in front of them say, you know, do your thing and, and uh, t- tell me how it was. Right.
3: Uh, you know, it was it was a show. People (laughs) people came and they they were polite, they they didn't heckle, they didn't laugh much. (laughs) They but they were a polite enough crowd. They were, uh, they were fine. It just it did seem like deep MAGA country for sure. Oh, my it God, was, yes. I had a couple oh. of political jokes that I had to reel in a little bit. I could feel them uh, not, not digging it too
0: much. Anybody's uh, reaching for a pistol as you're busting yeah. out. So. <laughs> yeah.
3: But oh they, were, they were nice enough. A lot of people just not smiling or laughing at all. But enough people in there having a good time to make it uh, bearable.
0: OK, so are we talking about people who were there and are you suspecting that they didn't know you were going to be there, perhaps? And maybe they were just enjoying a meal and happened to have some young man telling jokes.
3: Yeah, yeah there's definitely there's definitely that kind of vibe for a few people in the room. There were there were <laughs> some people that did come to see me because they saw that I posted online and they came to Howard City Lanes just to watch the show, which I felt bad about. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, out over here.
0: yeah that's but, uh, you know at the end of the day just as long as you get paid that's all we're worried about right
3: yeah exactly and okay. tonight's show um has been called off i think just poor ticket sales
0: are you <laughs> and, shitting me now i did not know that because i actually made a big deal about it being uh and that yeah,
3: it, yeah. Oh, it, it was fuck. a beautiful place and oh i my god know, so now I know it's a beautiful place that I'm not going to get to see.
0: Ryan, I'm so sorry. This is terribly awkward. I feel like a dick.
3: <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, I'm, I'm happy about it. I get the night off.
0: Okay. And then, so, all right, you can see the sights. in. Uh, now, are you actually in Grand Rapids right now? I am. I'm in uh, Comstock Park. Okay. All right. There you go. You got that. And then uh, you got the show, the uh, Billy's Lounge show. And hopefully yeah. that won't get canceled. Fuck man. I'm pissed now. What is, I have told <laughs> no these. you know, really kind of like I, I take it as a, um, I take it as a, uh, a personal goal to try to get as many people as possible to these shows because poor Don has been through the ringer and, yeah, you know, he had to shut it, you know, and so, um,
3: but, but yeah, two other shows. Yeah. People want to come to, uh, Muskegon on Saturday or Billy's on Friday. Those should be, uh, I hear those are pretty cool venues.
0: Uh, I, was, I was reading about you, uh, Ryan, and you, you are, are quite diverse. You do a lot of voice acting. You do a lot of uh, 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 bit spots and various roles and acting and things like that. Um, I mean, what's, what's harder for you? Uh, any type of those endeavors or doing stand-up? What do, you, what do you prefer? I
3: think if I could choose one, I think I would probably act and do sketch and stuff over stand-up, as much as I love stand-up, there's just like so much anxiety that comes with it. Um, But acting is just harder to get into and get cast and stand-up is just more accessible. I'm on the road all the time doing stand-up, but if I had to choose, I think I'd probably go with acting, but I think they kind of go hand in hand and I'm gonna keep doing them both as long as I can or until I go crazy.
0: (laughs) So when you say anxious, is it anxious before, anxious because you have a night where You know i mean like howard city lanes or is it yeah
3: yeah there's so many different situations i mean know that i walked into howard city lanes and i was like ah man if i could just get by on just acting someday someday i could stop doing this but yeah yeah definitely the nervousness before shows and hanging out after shows and constantly having to write i just recorded an album last month and now i feel the pressure to try to write as much new stuff as i can before people uh you know before the album comes out so that i have new material (laughs) So it's just a—it's a lot of work, and I'm not a hardworking
0: guy. <laughs> oh no, you're not. You're okay. All right. Well, I—I uh, I guess that leads me to this because I would have the urge. You see, I'm—I'm I'm super emotional, and I would find myself, let's say, I've got a set that I—that has done—you've done it all over the U.S. and people have loved it, and you know it's awesome. And then for some reason, you're in front of this group of people like last night, and you know it's funny, right? And and they—I—I I would have the urge to say look, this is going to deep six everything, but why aren't you fucking laughing? What is wrong with you? I know this is funny. I would have the urge. I would get angry at them right. and then end up getting attacked, and I don't know how you guys that do this are cut from a different cloth. The uh, the the amount of... Um, uh, of a crapshoot that it is when you're a comic, it seems so, it seems like the worst thing ever. Frankly. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and I'm kind of, I'm kind of the opposite about it. I'll, I'll I could do a set a hundred times. That like goes great. And then I get one crowd that doesn't like it. And I'm like, yeah, I, I should quit. I'm washed up. It's okay oh, yeah. for me. They're right.
0: <laughs> you are normal. You are normal. I, I, I can't stand it. And it's like, shit, what do I have to do here? Yes. I mean, I would, Oh God. But, uh, all right. There is a baseball game tonight, $2 beers and dogs. Okay. Right in Comstock park. That's tonight.
3: what I was thinking about going to that. I was just looking yeah, I'm right across the street from, uh, from that stadium.
0: So you're from Boston. You Is that, is that your team? The Red Sox? Or are you a LA Dodgers fan or LA? I'm a Red Sox
3: fan, baby. Through and through. How are they doing this year? Real hot start, really overachieved. And then it's really come crashing back down to earth. And now we might not even make the playoffs. It's just uh, that's we are who we thought we were going to be at the beginning of the year.
0: I was reading that the New York Yankees, they basically just hit the shit out of the ball. And that's how they win baseball games this year. And that's a bummer for a Red Sox fan.
3: Yeah. Yeah. They're they're It's tough to watch the Yankees. They really smack the crap out of the ball. They've been smacking the crap out of us lately, too. (laughs)
0: <laughs> have you been following in baseball? Because, you know, um, it, it seems like for some reason this year in baseball, there's a lot more fighting in the stands. I have found that to be the most interesting thing about baseball this year is the fight. I mean, they've been unbelievable, some of these fights.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been kind of, I think just people, no one knows how to act anymore. After a year of just no interaction, everyone's just gotten so pent up like everything. Excitement and anger and <laughs> just no social skills. Haven't been, haven't been drunk in public in a while and no one knows yeah. what. No one knows how to act. It's all just a storm right now.
0: I know it. And it seems to be getting worse because you remember just a handful of months ago, maybe like even just two months ago, we we're like, ah, oh boy. <laughs> sure, I'm glad this pandemic is behind us.
3: Yeah. Just, oh my God. Was I was absolutely I've been so naive every step of the way this entire pandemic. But especially during the uh during the vax. I thought when the vax came out, I was like, finally, we oh, did yeah. it. This is gonna over. be over. <laughs> like, how have I not learned every step of the way that this is? I've been so wrong.
0: I knew but, that there was something cooking when I saw there was. Um, I think it was a baseball story. It might have been the Yankees. There was a number of Yankees players or staff members that tested positive that were all vaccinated. I was like, wait a minute, wait yeah, a minute. Gosh, you said man. it. You said it was ninety nine percent effective or whatever the hell it was. This thing sucks shit. Yeah, it sure does not
3: seem ninety nine percent like they said. Maybe Johnson Johnson had it right. When Johnson, remember the, at the very beginning, and Pfizer and Moderna was like, hey, it's like 85, 90%. And Johnson Johnson was like, hey, we're at like 45%, but you can take ours if you want. And maybe
0: they were right. Right, right. And uh, I, I also think that we've, we've kind of got a, uh, as a society, we're starting to get a handle on coming to grips that. We're gonna die.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this seems like uh, this seems like the end. We should all probably yeah. start getting our affairs in order.
0: Yeah, we're all kind of like, eh, I don't care anymore. I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want to do, and uh, <laughs> eh, if I die, it's like it's like we've evolved because I remember how many times I've been laying in bed prior to the pandemic, and I'm like, oh my god, one day I'm gonna die because I'm a very anxious person too. And that's the time. Then you have a you know a sleepless night, and then it's gone. Now yeah. I'm like, eh. Yeah, yeah,
3: that is, maybe it was the, the next step in evolution is uh, we're all, I think we all feared d- death a little bit less now, which is great. Right. We all needed that.
2: Right. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Line 150 then
0: Uh, I was watching some of your, um, some of the things you've done, um, uh, some of your TV shows and things like that. And then you 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 do voice work for what what is it? What was that cartoon you or animated feature that you did for?
3: Oh, uh, uh, the Owl House. Yes, the oh, Owl yeah. House. Yeah, I did a voice on uh, the Owl House on Disney, and I just I just locked into a few little voiceover things. And that, I mean, honestly, that if I could choose any one career to have, that is. That would be the best. It's so. You are not kidding. It's great. You can just show up in your pajamas. It's super easy. Everyone's super nice. And then the checks just keep rolling in because kids are just going to keep watching yep. these stupid cartoons. <laughs>
0: it's it as is it as simple as your script you read it and then you might have a, a director in your ear say no i do it a couple more times like this and maybe do a different line exactly uh, yeah. yeah
3: you pretty much go through all of your lines i have and i have a really small role on the show so usually for me it's just uh, five or six lines when i go in and uh, uh now it's all on zoom so the director and the casting people will all be on a zoom and i'll say the line three times in a row three different ways and then they'll let me know usually that they'll be like okay well uh Mark Alpha and uh, Bravo as backup, and uh, but if they want me to say it a different way, then I will. But other than that, it's just it's. I'm usually in the studio every time I go in for maybe like 20 minutes, Then I'll go home. And then for years after that, I'll get residual checks. It's the That's dream. That's awesome.
0: I see yeah. a mom in the audience, uh, Andrea. Her little girl Lydia loves the show. Oh really? Uh, that you are on. Um, All right. And that There's and that, that does sound like a great gig. And I, I'm because you're you've um. You've really kind of made your mark. I mean, you you start up kind of like doing open mics in Boston. Now here you are in the entertainment uh, capital of the of the world in in Los Angeles, and, and you've got all these different irons in the fire that help move the meter for you. Can you take me through how one gets involved in voice work? Because that is something I would love to do.
3: Yeah, it was really I really just lucked into it. Honestly i i wrote a, uh, I wrote a pilot a few years ago with two writers from American Dad. Um, we had the same manager at the time, and so they just kind of helped me and some other friends write this pilot. And then through that, they uh, they just thought I had a, 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 a high school jerk-sounding voice, and they cast me as this the, the, the quarterback of the football team who was like a bully. And so that was the first voiceover work I ever did. And from that, I just kind of lucked into this role at, at Owl House, which was a brand-new show at the time. And uh, now it's gonna be hopefully going on season three hopefully pretty soon will be announced and uh so it's all just luck and i I never do i don't do like accents i don't do impressions really or or silly voices or anything i mostly just talk like myself and hopefully that that's castable in some way so the only things i've been cast are so uh, two voices on american dad one was the bully football the quarterback of the football team who was a jerk and like a surfer bro who gets launched into like the atmosphere and then this guy on Owl House, who's uh, the older brother, he's like the, the smarmy kind of older brother of one of the characters. is kind of like sarcastic jerk guy. Uh, okay, so that's my voice. People think I'm kind of just like a teenage uh, douche.
0: <laughs> so um, you're basically, you're just doing tone and inflection, maybe emphasis on certain words in order to, now you have three, as you indicated, different spots.
3: Yeah, exactly. It's a, uh, I don't really put too much into it i just kind of hope they they think my voice sounds like something but do you, tried, do you know, like, yeah, accents and impressions and stuff or like auditions and it's always just uh it never works out it's usually oh yeah
0: well do you, do you remember what the title of that american dad episode was if anybody wanted to check that actually out yes uh
3: the witches of langley is the, gotcha. uh, the one where i play the yeah the football
0: player <laughs> my first uh episode. Kyle is well aware of you. He says he loved your spot on corporate. Is that the one where you took oh, your shirt off? Yeah, I had to take my
3: shirt off for corporate. God, you're yeah. jacked, by the way. Thank you so much, dude. I really, oh got, I really got a pump in before that. Before oh, that Jesus.
0: Hit. You're so on steroids. I couldn't believe it because with your shirt on, you look like you, you've never touched a weight. And you <laughs> took it off and you're like fucking Ned Flanders in the shower.
3: Yeah, yeah. I wear, <laughs> I wear shirts that really keep things compact. <laughs> things, really, things really bust out. I take my shirt off. That
0: was, yeah, a that was, bit, that was by so way.
3: much time on set with my shirt off, which was pretty uncomfortable. And it was cold. <laughs> and there was so many extras. and I just stand there for like hours just with my shirt off. It was a, uh, I never been on a yeah. set with my shirt off like that in front of so many people.
0: It was funny. I liked it. And then you, I believe it was a handful of years ago. You were doing stuff for funny or die. The, uh, the, you were a tourist. If I understand this correctly, you would, um, be over overly exuberant to the locals of whatever tourist destination you were in wasn't that yeah
3: yeah that was a funnier or die series i did called the overly excited tourist which they named i didn't even name it that it was supposed to be just like some tourist guy but they ended up just taking it over and naming it and i did like i think 33 or 34 videos in different cities and it's just uh this tourist i would i would get a hat of of whatever city i was in and it would say the name of the city and i would wear these like Really obnoxious Pudge Rodriguez sunglasses, <laughs> and go to different cities. And I uh, like the whole character was like he was really excited to be there and just super pumped on the town, but he didn't, he couldn't like pronounce anything and just constantly mispronouncing stuff and, and giving misinformation about where he was. And he had all these catchphrases, and the, the videos ended up doing really well. Some of them get like a couple million views on some of those videos, and to this day, that's like where most of my fans come from fans that are there were people people at the at howard city lanes last night they came out because they saw those videos um so they did well i had to stop doing them a few years ago because they were just kind of annoying and i was just sick of doing them (laughs) but that's definitely how i've gotten most of my fans is through those videos
0: you um indicated the uh, work you do for disney and oh man um i imagine in the the day and age of cancellation you're like, oh boy, what uh, this is this is gonna end one day. I'm gonna say something. Can you? <laughs> has that uh, crossed your mind at all, or is that just 100 of- even even last
3: year? Someone so I'm on this Disney show. The character's name is Edric, and and I didn't think anyone even like watched this show. Uh, and then someone tweeted at me. Uh, it was the first time anyone's ever tweeted at me about the show. They go, hey hey, at Ryan O'Flan, like this tweet if Edric is gay. And I thought that was just like a funny text to receive so I or tweet to receive. So I, I liked the tweet and little did I know that was that account was part of this like uh, LGBT uh, animated uh, community of some sort. And they screenshotted the fact that I liked that tweet and they were like, confirmed, Edric's voice actor confirmed that Edric is gay. And it got like thousands of likes. And okay. Tweeting it and saying that yes, Ryan Flanagan confirmed that the character is gay, and there's this whole there's this whole p- part of the of Twitter that's people that want cartoon characters to be gay or hope that they are secretly gay and will come out at some point, uh, which I did not know about, so I just, I just <laughs> took Twitter by storm, and I was so I just I was so worried I was going to get kicked off the show or the uh, the creator was going to see that and be like you can't say that the character is gay. Because it got thousands of likes. So I was like, oh, God. wow. So
0: at, at this point, you're sweating it. But and then you're just kind of like, oh, OK. And then the next, let's say two weeks later, you have a creative meeting about the character. Are you like holding your breath <laughs> yeah. uh, that, that they go? And uh, by the way, Ryan, we got one more thing we got to talk to you about.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to have to <laughs> start changing my direction with this character or what. <laughs> like, oh, well, now I guess we got to make him gay because you told everyone he was gay. <laughs>
0: Oh my and god. Luckily we yeah,
3: haven't had to change anything yet.
0: It's it's tough. There's no question. Josh, uh, who is all over it. How about this? Josh indicated that uh it's American Dad season number uh twelve, episode nine. Oh wow, there you go, Josh. If you're a nerd like me and watching it then plan on watching it later. So how about that? Wow. Uh, yeah, this is great. You uh, know, yeah. I, I uh, I, I tell you what, this has been fantastic talking to you, kind of like picking your brain. Um, we've got shows coming up. Uh, uh, the the um, show tonight is not happening like we indicated, but uh, we yeah, do have... Yeah, the baseball game. I'll be there. Uh, yes, uh, Go go see Ryan at the baseball game there. You can't miss him if you see him right here, Ryan O'Flanagan. And then uh, at Billy's Lounge for tomorrow night in Grand Rapids and then Back Alley Comedy Club in Muskegon. Part of his tour of bowling alleys. Get a ticket at Fullhousecomedy.com. Just click on each spot on the date and you will be all set. And then Ryan's website, where it has all of his uh, social media stuff Twitter, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook. You're on TikTok. And Book Me on Cameo is RyanOflanagan.com. I'm on Cameo too. No, Ryan. Uh, I, I love those. I love doing cameos.
3: They're fun. Yeah. I mean,. For me, like 95% of the cameos I get are people that want me to do that tourist character, which is a lot of screaming and mispronouncing things. And I do feel bad for, like, my neighbors sometimes. Like, right, now I got I to gotta close all my windows and stuff and scream this cameo. But, uh, yeah, you can book me
0: on there if you want. Uh, mine, mine have become a lot. I have the audience kind of trained. They're like, hey, uh, my neighbor is an asshole. And uh, I want you to roast him. So I just say terrible things. I mean, really, really bad roast jokes. I mean, ho- I, I've wished death uh, in horrible ways on people. It <laughs> yeah. is really awful. One, I actually I wish the carbon monoxide death of the whole family. And I, I was like, oh, God, it's terrible. <laughs> Sam, he's, <laughs> he's made
3: my, like, thank Thank you. <laughs>
0: Awesome. Okay, well, Ryan, I appreciate the time. Uh, say hello to Don. Make sure he pays you up front, and uh, and I appreciate it. RyanO'flanagan.com Go see him, okay?
3: Thanks for having me, man. you What
1: you to me? You took away
2: everything. I had to put the hurt on me.